Zach Sang Show. And we welcome back to the show our friend, the one and only Young Grave. Yeah, all right. It's good, baby. Yeah, yeah. How we doing? Living, but not as good as you. What were you doing before you walked into this building? I had a, uh, a session today working on some country music. Giddy uh, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, the era this, this year is on Gravy Country era. How do we get there, by the way? Like, I will dive in. Keep going with your day. And uh, what else, man? I uh, did a cold plunge in my pool with, with the homies. We all came here. And uh, it's, been a, it's been a wholesome, productive day. Did we get a song out of today's session? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, I mean, we're finalizing things. It's, 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 it's there. The album's like done almost. So. How long have you been working on this country album? Um, probably four or five months. No, probably like six months, but working a lot faster than I do on most stuff because it's new and it's exciting and I haven't ever, I didn't really love country three years ago. How I just did, had a few songs and. But how'd you really find it? Like, how, how did you really fall in love with it? I, um, I met a few country artists who, you know, I, I think there's this cute little connection where country artists would love to be a rapper and. And I started feeling like the opposite. I was like, you know, it'd be cool to be a country guy. So like Morgan Wallen, Hardy, a lot of those guys, um, thank you, uh, kind of got me hip to the to the country world. And um, and then I just randomly, it was actually a year ago, almost exactly, because it was a Grammy party. I met Shania Twain, and we got along really well. And um, she just like saw something in me and then she started flying me out places and we made a lot of music together. And I was actually at her house on Saturday in, in Vegas finishing up some music. What? Yes. So can you describe this creative relationship that you've established with this icon? It's like, it's a cute, like, I don't know. When, when I first saw her, I, I knew I recognized her from somewhere, but I was not hip to all of the country stuff. And I was like, this is just an attractive like older woman and I need to follow my brand and go talk to her and then but I but I knew it was somebody because like I recognized her face from somewhere obviously I know the name Shania Twain I just you know had hadn't been hip to it in a while <laughs> and uh we just got along really well her husband is uh Swiss just like my dad was and we had like a lot of cute Swiss things to bond over and uh Within a couple of weeks, we, we got a session in and it just it came out real well. How randomly special is that? It's awesome. Because she does country in a way that very few do. And I think you do rap in a way that very few do. Thank you. There's something there that when combined can be really special, but also impactful. We like, it, I guess you wouldn't expect it, but I mean, we we had such good chemistry in the studio every time. We were in Milwaukee. She had a show there, and she flew me out. And there was a bunch of people coming and going, but Shania and I were both in there 13 hours straight, just idea after idea after idea, just like we had really good chemistry. So how are you preparing for those sessions with her? I, oh man, I, I listen to, to more and more country. I'm always diving into, like, different, you know, eras of country. But uh, besides that, I mean, I just I brought a producer with me, and, I, and she likes doing stuff from scratch. I actually wrote a few songs with people to bring to her because we weren't sure. And then we got there and she's like, no, let's do it from scratch. So so everything come up with on the spot. So where are you pulling from in terms of inspiration for these songs? Because country music is known for its heart. It's known, it's known for its storytelling. And I'm not saying you haven't been a storyteller before, but this is different. It's kind of what I'm, what I 
it's my favorite type of song to write. It's the storytelling stuff. And, um, you know, I've, I've had a few over the years that, you know, were straight up like either real stories or like fabricated or something, but it's like really like a narrative. And, um, a lot of the songs on the album now are narrative and kind of progress over and, and it, it's perfect. Um, the songs with Shania are more like kind of love songs. Um, and then there's, there's a few true stories. I think we might've talked about when I went to jail in Georgia. Yeah. Uh, I have a song called I went to jail in Georgia <laughs> and it tells the full story and I'm hoping to shoot a music video at the house where it happened with the same kids that I got arrested with. Can you rehash the story for everybody? It's a long story, but I was 18 and I was at this house party at a lake house in Northern Georgia, pretty small town, kind of backwards. And basically the guy who was throwing the party, his mom called the cops on us because she was mad at him and like said there were burglars in the house. So all these cops came and they're just needing an excuse to, you know, beat on some 18 year old kids. So then we all got arrested and spent the night in jail in Towns County, Georgia. And, uh, I'll send you a song after this. It's, uh, I, t I, t I told it as, as well as possible. And, and, uh, I want to shoot a video just recreating it. What is it like to rehash that or to relive it and turn it into a song? Like even, how do you understand what elements to take from that story? And I was, so I've, I've been asked about it so many times because, you know, people know that that was a big era for me in music. And then I have one of my most quoted lines is gravy off probation, mm -hmm. which was, uh, a song I wrote the day that I got off probation from that. Georgia situation. And, uh, I've told the story so many times that I was kind of over it. And I was in the studio with this guy, Bobby raps. I don't know if you've met Bobby raps, awesome writer and rapper from, uh, Minnesota. Um, I don't think so. And he, um, he just convinced me to, he's like, bro, just tell the whole story. I was like, no, nah, I really don't want to. And he was like, I don't know. I just, I got into like the mood and I was like remembering it. And then like, it, I, I've told the whole story like 15, 20 minutes long, every detail. And then he was like, all right, bro, let's write it. And we just stayed up all night and wrote the, the song about it. Why was country the best genre to tell it? Um, <laughs> man, I, once I started listening to more and more country, I mean, I related to a lot of the songs and I finally understood because I grew up in Minnesota where it was either you listen to rap or you listen to country and you not both. And it was like, we had at least in, this is my hometown, but like there was the Hicks and then there was the skaters and mm -hmm. we didn't like each other. Um, but there's obviously a couple classics that I, you know, couldn't deny. And uh, when I started listening to more and more of it, I was like, yeah, this is just quality storytelling. Like, you know, like at first I had the same impression as, you know, some people who listen to country for the first time. Oh, they're just talking about fishing and drinking and whatever. And then I was like, you know, this is like, this is real. I guess maybe when I became a grown man, I was like, this is just relatable it's life right here. So, um, I, I took my own spin on it. It's all very gravy, but the country sounds and uh, we got real bands and Zach, Zach Brown's a big part of the project as well. What? No. Yeah. <laughs> so like real country musicians who got Hold involved on. and uh, Zach Brown and Shania Twain. Zach Brown, Shania Twain. Um, I'm trying to think about who else. I want to spoil it all, but there's there's some country like rappers, guy Shabuzi who's great, Yellow Wolf. Um, some artists that are those are serious you know, cosigns, in in the country world that's hard to get, and when you have them, it's a big deal. 
Yeah. And, and I, I guess I just, I got along with these people really well. Zach Brown and I had stayed at his house one night and we made a bunch of music and all came out great. Um, shoot videos and stuff soon. What is it about you that you think that these, that you, that you bring to a session or to a room that, I don't know, that they're attracted to? I think to? people are just used to people being dicks. I don't know. Like I, I, I don't know if it's cause I'm from the Midwest or just, I've always kind of been a more, you know, I, I've never had, I obviously there's some ego, subconscious ego going on. I, I'm sure there is. I can't help it. But, uh, I've always tried to be humble and that's how my mom taught me. And, um, I think those people, these people just are used to working with any, any artist who's established being a dick. And I like to think that I'm not a dick. What do you learn about making music from Shania Twain? Well, I learned how to play guitar. That was <laughs> <laughs> a good start. Yeah, it's huge. Uh, and I finally started learning how to sing and like, it, this has been really fun for me because I tried a lot of things that I've been rapping for seven years and I started as a business kid and I just taught myself what I needed, but now I'm finally learning like actual music theory and, and, uh, instruments and stuff. Like I, 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 a year ago, I couldn't play anything. Totally. And by the way, like a year ago is when you come on our show for the first time mm -hmm. documented for the New York times, by the way, thank you for doing that. Yes. And it is, it's a great conversation and you really get to know you in a different way. Also, your dad is a fucking genius. Yes. Yeah, He's, you know the the bumps on the side of a highway that will wake you up if you ever swerve. His dad created that. My dad helped invent the uh, yeah the what are they called? Uh, I don't know. You go off the road and yeah, Google it. My my dad had a, there's a very easy word for it that that they people call it, but my dad had his own term for it. But it's crazy to think that a a year ago you really just were a rapper, and now you've unlocked new parts of your gift and talent. That I mean, you have to have surprised yourself. Yeah. I mean, I, I was surprised because I, I started with the idea of once I became friends with Hardy and some of these artists that wanted to work, I thought, oh, it'd be cool to do a little EP. And I was getting booked on a lot of country festivals and different places like state fairs where there's a lot of country fans and, and we would play country music during like interludes and stuff and people would love it. So I was like, oh, I have a fan base here. And then I guess I finally just started making the music and within like we were so hyped. I just bought my my house and my maybe built my studio too. And I've never had my own actual. That's another thing. I've been rapping this whole time. I've never had my own studio. Congratulations. To at. Thank you. Uh, so I was like, yo, I can just do this. I can wake up and do this every day. So uh, Diamond Pistols is an artist, or he, he's my neighbor and producer who I work with all the time. And he would just come over every day, and we would just keep making music. And we ended up with like fifteen songs. We're like, all right, this is not an EP anymore. It's an album. Hopefully it's good. And we would show people and they'd just be like mind blown that it was actually, you know, like people when they hear the name Young Gravy, if they've never heard of any of my music, they're like, oh, he's making rap or he's making country now. Like people, I don't think people expected a lot. And then when everyone we showed was like, especially people in country were like, all right, like this is, this is exciting. Someone called me the new Win Willie Nelson. That that meant a lot. We, we had a lap steel player come in and he said, this is, this reminds me of when I first worked with Lil Willie Nelson. I was like. It's the guy old. I mean, that's huge. Mm -hmm. So at what point does Shania Twain enter the project? Were you making music, country music before her, or did she really spark it? I, well, I met her. Let me think. So, yeah, I met her a year ago, and once the ideas of, she kind of helped spark it, I think, because we were friends, and we would catch up, and, and I would just see her and her family when they were around. Um, 
And then once we started really working on the country stuff, I started sending it to her to see what she thought. And she, she was like, oh, let's do a session. Mm-hmm. So like you had something done for her to give a cosign to. You just didn't like your first country session wasn't with her. No. So the first, can I, I can cuss and stuff on here. Yeah. So the first song that I actually wrote kind of as a joke, but it ended up being really good is uh, called Drugs, Money, Pussy, and Beer. That's the title of the song, and we just finished the clean version, which is hugs, bunnies, cookies, and deer. <laughs> really? Uh, so, so this was like two years ago, and we had my my friend Stu and I had had recorded this on like a the voice memo app, and um, it's it, it's a it's a banger, and it's now going to be on the album. Uh, we finally like brought it to fruition, got real artists, the real instrument players on everything. But Drugs, Money, Pussy, and Beer was the first one. Um, jail. I went to jail in Georgia, ended up being one of the early ones, too. And then, and then there's there's a lot of songs that are kind of like, you know, more not just storytelling. There's Lone Ranger. A lot of, a lot of it, I realized uh, there was things that I wanted to say about, like, exes and, like, actual, like, I kind of got the opportunity to be more serious on some of the songs and, like, bring, like actually bring up things that I cared about where like in my normal rap, it wouldn't really make sense to like, so there, there is like a song called back on the horse where it's about having an ex who got me all cleaned up. And, and then when she did me dirty, I went back to the horse, got back on the horse and, and, and Lone Ranger, another song we did. It's kind of just about, you know, relationships and things that I haven't really put into music before. It still has its gravy fun element to it, but, uh, there's a lot more, you know, literal lyrics on this project. When is it coming? Because you did just release a rap, right? Like mm-hmm. mozzarella came out pretty recently. Yeah. So that, is that ending one era to start a new? I want to keep doing. I want to keep up both. Um, that song uh, actually recorded in 2020 with Lil Keed, and uh, he passed in 2021. No, 2022, I believe. 2022. Okay, <laughs> thank you. And um. So we recorded it probably, you know, I want to say eight, eight or so months before he passed. And, and it was just, you know, and the clearance stuff and, and the YSL camp was going through some legal issues. So it took forever to drop. Finally got that out. I have a few other like remixes and rap songs I'm putting out, but the full country rollout is, is up next what on is the it, horizon. What is it like to get clearance from an artist, their, their team, their estate who's passed to release a song. What is that process like? It was interesting because Kate and I got along really well and we're all excited about the song. But then once he passed, everybody who was kind of involved didn't know our relationship at all. They weren't sure if I had like just bought a feature from him, what the situation was. So, and I couldn't be like, yo, here's screenshots of me texting your son or something like here's like you know i just had to wait and i want to be respectful so i um i gave some money to the family um and just you know tried i I talked to friends mutual friends and uh kind of had to push it over because you know no one really knew if we were friends or not yeah um and i think it's his first first release uh, at least in a couple years that's hard because it's it is a piece of art right that the both of you worked on and it Obviously, it was done and deserves to hit ears eventually, but mm-hmm. super sensitive. 
Yeah. So, I mean, rest in peace. And uh, I'm, I'm glad it came out. And I think everyone's really happy with it. What is next, though? Will you release more rap songs before we get into country? Or are we going to make a hard turn into it? You know, I have a few songs coming in the next few months. I, there's a remix. Uh, you know, I think I could, I could shout it out. It's uh, this my friend Lil Bubblegum. He he performed with me in New Zealand. Uh, he's got a song called AF1, and we, we did a remix to that. Sick. That uh, we shot a video for yesterday, actually. So that's coming out very soon. Um, I've been working on some stuff with Jesse McCartney. What? (laughs) We met and we just got along. (laughs) We just got along well. And, um, you're a beautiful soul. Hopefully we'll, (laughs) yeah, hopefully we'll have uh, a song, Jesse gravy song coming out in the next few months. And then once I get these like things I've kind of been cooking on out, it's just going to be country country season. I I think spring and summer is, Prime country time, Wait, so. That's iconic, you and Jesse McCartney. Yeah. He got yeah. angry at me once. You did? Dur- during an interview, I asked him what he got on the SATs, and then he wouldn't tell me. Um, <laughs> but then he would come on the show years later, and uh, we made it okay. But that's yeah, hilarious. I want to see what he got on the SATs. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not that great of a score if you're not going to brag about it, man. Are you, wow. sing- are you singing on that collab, or is that? Is I'm, that ra- I'm rapping, you're on, rapping that on that Yeah, okay. but there is singing on the country album. Singing. That's what I want to ask about the country music. Like when I when I think of your country music, I don't even know what to think. Like, are you rapping at all, or is it straight singing? It's both. It's both. It's both. There there are a few songs that don't have any rap instrument instrumentation at all. It's strictly country, and I'm just singing, uh, which is probably the most out of my comfort zone I've been. But it, it came out good. And then there's some that are just very clearly a rap song with country sounds so it's it's all over the map but it's i i would almost say it's pretty 50 50. do you remember the first moment you decided to actually sing i've sang like sang uh <laughs> i sang um on older songs kind of jokingly and didn't realize it sounded kind of good and and you know just in little like outros and interludes and stuff and I, but I was scared to ever do it as like a hook or something until Baby No Money and I, I think we talked about our album last time. Uh, he he started singing on stuff and it worked. And I was like, you know what? Let me let me try this. So so I, I haven't really gone full, you know, vocal crazy or opera or anything. But I, I've I've uh, done a lot of singing hooks since then. And um, the country one is the most yeah, so is, far. I finally decided to learn it too. I was like, you know, why don't I just actually get a coach to teach me a little something something so isn't that cool though like with new resource comes the ability to explore new sides of your talent and gift and like find new muscle and challenge yourself in new ways it's yeah it's the most fun i've had making music since like the start yeah first and you're incredibly intelligent like you're very smart so you need to like you can't get too comfortable like there's boredom to that you know yeah yeah totally and i I was like oh i just got to keep doing for a while i was thinking i was i just got to keep doing the gravy thing and just keep making good gravy songs and you know I don't know I was just set on the brand being ideal and I you know and then I was like you know what let me I actually care about creating something different and like proving that I could do something else so it's, I'm excited when is the album coming probably I want to say late spring early summer cool I'm gonna start dropping singles you know March hopefully what's your deal now are you still exclusively into older women 
No. I, you, yeah. you changed it up. I've changed it up, yeah. Are you single? I am. As of pretty lately, oh. actually, I, I dated a girl um, for about a year. Um, broke up a few weeks ago. Um, oh. It's okay. I feel better now. Are you um, down to, like, like, are you looking again? Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, I grab mean, I'm, Jordan. I'm, Jordan. <laughs> no, she told me. Our producer, Jordan. I don't Is she the one that walked me in? I don't know. No, I don't think so. Oh, uh, okay. Well, hey, Jordan. You never know. Jordan, come on in here. Come on in. Oh, that's so awkward. No, but I mean, here's the deal. I told her that this could happen. Like, th I gave her a warning because she told me that you are very much her type. Okay, great. And, okay. I mean, she's much younger than those, in the, those, those before. Much younger than... Like Martha Stewart. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So, so the girlfriend I had for a year was was twenty five. Oh, she's twenty five. Okay, there I you think. go. Okay, sick. Amen. When did you leave the MILF world? Well, the MILF world was. Uh, I didn't realize that people really took it that seriously. I thought that they would just assume that I was also, you know, into normal age. Into normal. Yeah, but I your, mean, your peers. My normal. age. Yeah, my yeah. peers. There we go. Uh, so. I mean, I brought, um, I brought Edison Ray's mom to the VMAs Yes, and that was like this huge, huge moment. And then still to this day, people will like see me, there's been videos, like the girl that I dated, there was a video that got leaked, not leaked. Someone just filmed us walking down the street and was like, oh my God, Young Gravy with a not MILF. And people are like, what happened to Edison? Like people thought I was really like, I don't know, like engaged to this, to Edison Ray's mom. We, we hung out one night and it was great, but I don't know, people... It's what it's like TMZ and then they'll they'll write up these stories that are like crazy and it's like no it's it was just a date. Did you do the same with Martha Stewart? Do I what? You you like hung out with Martha Stewart? Yeah 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 yeah. yeah. I, I never got to get romantic with Martha Stewart, but uh, we uh, we got along. We did a commercial together. Yeah. Uh, she's sweet. Watched the Kentucky Derby at her house. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. She's sweet. Yeah, she's she's too pure. Anyway, where's Jordan? Can we get her in here? This is her moment. Is she in there? Jordan, why are you hiding? That's ridiculous. Jordan. We rehearsed this moment. And by rehearsal, I said I was going to do it. Okay, hi. Wait, there's Jordan. Hi, Jordan. Jordan, hi. this is great. Pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you. Yes, thank you for yeah. embarrassing me. Please. Wait, but by the way, the angle on camera is just of your, your torso. So there you go. I mean, like, do we ship it, chat? Put a poll. Put a poll up. Yes or no? I, th I think so. You think so? Kind of look like we could be related, but it's uh, <laughs> so cute. That's the worst us. thing you could say. Yeah. In the well, gay world, that's like a bad thing. You know, you don't want to boyfriend twins or whatever. Yeah. I, yeah. I've, I've heard like there's the girl I dated for a while was, was blonde. And um, I just kept seeing these memes that would show up. Maybe I just had missed it the whole time, but it was like hating on blonde couples. And I, am I only, is that a thing? Who hates on blonde? Or it was just memes? like I was like oh like I it was, it was just like like tweets and stuff. It was like oh it's so embarrassing to see two blonde people together. And it's like I kind of get it because most people aren't still blonde by like age thirty, and it's just kind of a weird vibe <laughs> to have like two blondes. I don't know, but I, it was just funny because I'm six eight, she was four foot ten, and platinum blonde, and I'm blonde, and we'd walk around, and it would just be a interesting, interesting sight. Yeah. Wow, six eight and four ten. How's mm -hmm. that work? It works. <laughs> it works, yeah. Wow. You wouldn't think so, but my last ex was five five foot, so I don't know. Maybe that's my type. Oh wow, yeah. Mm -hmm. Look at you. That's good. 
Good, I don't know. You know, it makes it easy. If I'm mad, she can't kiss me. She can't reach. <laughs> do you remember your real name? Like, do, if somebody was to say Matthew, does that even matter to Everybody you? calls me Matt, yeah. Everyone that I'm close with calls me Matt. So that 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 is still... Is there a difference? Well, actually, does the, does the connection between Matt and Gravy grow closer with country music, or is it a different relationship? Does that make any sense? That's a good question, because I, I think most people... Who I haven't hung out with more than a few times or, you know, kind of gotten to a deeper level with in a conversation, call me gravy. And then they start to realize that, you know, this is a normal guy. He goes by Matt. Um, so a lot of the country artists that I became tight with, Zach Brown, Hardy, they call me Matt. Uh, but I know everyone's gone through like, you know, if gravy's a good, it's a good name. You know, it's, it, it's a nice nickname. So, so I don't mind when people call me gravy, but, um. Yeah, you know, it feels it just feels normal to be called Matt. What is it like to really work with Zach Brer? He's one of the coolest dudes ever. He was like, he, he brought me out to his house. I'd never met him. We just messaged a couple times. Met through Pooh Bear, who's this writer from Miami. Yeah, you know iconic. Yeah, did Justin Bieber's yes, yes, album. Yeah. Come on. Pooh Bear's awesome, too. Um, he introduced us, and I went over to his place, uh, this crazy estate outside of Atlanta and um man we just got along really well we like had we threw spears and waxes at this wall and and he invited me hunting in the morning and all it was just very Georgia but it was badass and uh he's a sweetheart man we we had dinner and and a sleepover and (laughs) yeah it was it was awesome and I mean what are you doing in the studio like what are you adding to that like can you just explain to me how it works when you're working with somebody else? With him, I mean, with both him and Shania, it was like I've I've gotten good at fun, like gotten good at actually writing country stuff. It's it's surprisingly maybe it's because I was never good at writing singing hooks in hip hop, but I think that the key and the you know the chords and everything of country music and is just easier for my vocal range. So. Um, I don't think I said that in the correct terms, but someone could probably correct me on uh, online. Um, Zach and I, he he's like, both him and Shania were just like, oh, I want to hear what this kid has to say. Like, and I would always have like the clever lyrics and, you know, sometimes some melodic ideas or references of songs that I liked. And then they, you know, can shred guitar or whatever it is and they start doing their thing. It must be insane to just be in the presence of them, but also to work with them and to watch them like, at the most vulnerable, right? Because art is very vulnerable. What is the difference between a country session and a session that you're making for rap? Country session, country sessions start very early in the day. I've, I've I, I learned <laughs> uh, like 10 a.m. and at like 4 p.m. or something like a normal job. Where rap sessions, I'm used to at least eight or nine p.m. until 5 a.m. usually. So that's very different. Um, a lot more drinking in, in hip hop sessions actually um, and just partying in general and sometimes there's like I've noticed in, in rap sessions I, I try to steer steer clear of this but like there's probably 10 people in the studio that are not musicians that are just there just doing something um, which to me is distracting uh, but with country like all the sessions I've done well there's also tons of rap sessions I've done where it's you know we're more focused but um, country it you know we're just straight it's, it's we just had breakfast and now we're we're writing music and 
very focused. It's uh, it's good. It's good energy. It's a job. There's structure. Yeah, a little bit more of a routine for those people. I think that's the right way to phrase it. Mm-hmm. Would you move to Nashville? I'm thinking about getting a spot there just to have. Like I, I still yeah. would love to live here most of the time, but um, I I spend a lot of time there now, and uh, it's a great place, and they don't have income tax, so. I just thought, you know, like getting a spot there couldn't hurt. Damn. And you have a European tour, yeah? You're kicking it off next month? Yes. Yeah. It's um it's random. It's it's a brief tour uh that we kinda had I just thought it'd be fun. Honestly. I I got booked for this show in Barcelona. Uh and it's an abroad thing, so it's all American college students in Barcelona. I've never been to Spain, so I, I that's gonna be insane. That's and and I just I sell really well in in Great Britain, so we just added on three British shows. Um, so I'm just going out there for like a week. All oh, just you Barcelona, track. and then three British shows all sold out. Gonna be hot. No band, no country music. Not country, no, 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 no. No taste. This is before this is before before the country stuff drops. Um, and that's another thing is that I was thinking about is like if the country album does well, I'm gonna have to tour. Yeah, that music. Figure so, that so I started picking up my my vocal lessons a little more often because <laughs> I was like, man, this is not, you know, I was I was listening to Diamond Pistols who engineers my stuff. I was listening to him melodining some of the stuff, which is like a fancy auto tune that a lot of almost every artist uses. And I was like, all right, this is. He was combining multiple takes, and that I had remembered being the same exact thing, and it was not. So. So I'm 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 getting better at singing it in case I have to perform a lot of these. Will you play guitar? That is a good question. Uh, because my skills it's harder than I thought it would be. I have I have I have pretty good basic guitar skills now, but um, I think I'd rather just have you know one of my good friends <laughs> carry the weight, kill kill the guitar. Yeah, yeah, and I'll focus on the rest. Uh, but but you know. I, Guaranteed, I, I'm gonna have to at least learn one song on guitar, one song on piano, so I can do like the acoustic version. You know, I like that. Yeah, I need young to. gravy acoustic. Yes, things I never thought I'd hear. Or I would see. love to. I would love to. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you have a great voice. Like you have a beautiful speaking voice. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. Um, <laughs> only I don't know if once you say that if it starts coming out stronger, but. Uh, my singing voice is similar, but I, but I have a pretty, as you, you can tell, my voice is low. It's a pretty specific range where yeah. it sounds good, and then it starts sounding a little less awesome. Um, and I try to keep a lot of the songs in that pocket, and it worked out. It that is country music. Honestly, for me, for singing, it's either either I'm singing at a very low level or I'm, like, yelling at a higher level, but kind of making it work. So I want to hear these songs. pitch, I mean, yeah, I'll send you some. Yeah, please. Is the album called Serving Country? Yes. Did you, how'd you pick that up? Well. I was tagging it on things. You were tagging Serving Country, so I just figured it would be called Serving Country. I like to tease things like that. Thank you. I, I love to tease things like that, like hashtag Serving Country and like just sneaking things in and then no one, no one seems to get catch those. So thank you well, for. Well, you have been spelling it differently. You have country, country, and then you have country spelled a different way. Yeah. Um, I thought a lot about that and I was like, you know, the title Serving Country would be cool if it was like. Like serving cunt, like the 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 common term. I'm yeah. sure you're aware. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, I was like, you know what? I don't think the people in the country world would love that. So, I, like, you know, I thought if I dropped it, just serving country, 
you know, you can take it however you want. It could be, maybe I'm serving my country. You know, if you're real, I like that. If you're real redneck, I'm just serving my country. And, and if you just, just, you know, face value, I'm just, it's young gravy. I'm serving you some country. Or if you really understand it's serving country. Is there a desire to like, like really get out there and go to radio stations perform this thing when i've been to radio it was awesome be uh, embraced by country music which by the way is a very friendly genre right like it's the only genre at least in terms of formats where if there's artists that sit at number one they'll call program directors and be like hey play my song less so this person can go and get their time to shine i did not know that. that's oh, awesome very kind wow but also hard to break in yeah, I I was very aware of that from the start, and I I every sing, everything that I was kind of putting together, I was running by like you know the the sort of mentors Shania Hardy, and then making sure that I am not like offending anybody because I, I'm not sure what is cool, what isn't. I, I am now, but I wasn't. So uh, I think it's come very, it's become a very like country friendly. It's not like me, you know, like some people say Young Gravy meme rap and there's like there are some artists that are meme sort of country where it's like just a spoof almost and it's very much not that. This it's real. is real. It's real. What are you thinking? Well I'm just thinking like you look at Jelly Roll once he's kind of switched over in a country his career just exploded. Yeah. So I mean you're very successful already but who knows what this country could do for you. I don't want to go full country but I, I would love to, yeah I, th- I, I want to make like I don't want to drop an album and have it not be a, a big thing. Like I, I want to, I'm putting in as much effort, if not more, than everything else. Find a home in the genre, dude. Mm-hmm. You you said that you and Shania have a couple songs together. How many do you think will make this final album? Probably probably like three. We just like I said, we we spent two days just vibing and killing it in the studio. I think we have, we have like six or seven demos, but uh, there's like there's three that are really kind of nailed in and and ready. There's hopefully. Uh, there's a sample of You're Still the One. What? That we turned a little bit more trap, trappy. And she's into it, so I, I, there's maybe one other person that has to sign off, and, and uh, we're finishing that this week. That's huge. Yeah, it's called My Day Ones. Do you bring it's that to her? My Day she... Ones? Please sing. No, go ahead. It's my day. I mean, it's, it's You're Still the One, but it's, it's My Day Ones. I stay with the same crew if i pull up they come to it's me and my day once for and we have shania singing the, the backing vocals it's it's tight that's iconic do you bring that idea to her does she suggest it i was my idea and 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 i was scared to show her until we had worked enough and then i was like all right check this out how'd you know how'd you know it was the right time to pitch it we had a family dinner with fondue and stuff and i was like all right this is a really good <laughs> It's like we're they, her, they invited me to Christmas, so I was like, you know, I think we're we're at that point now. Oh, that's really yeah. sweet. Mm-hmm. Her family's so cool. Oh, that's really different mm-hmm. and really precious. Yes. Damn, look at you, <laughs> young gravy. Yeah, country boy now. Get in there. It's my first pair of cowboy boots, but I thought I'd wear them. I thought it was a, a good occasion. Totally appropriate. Thank you. Where'd you get them? Uh, Van Nuys Country General Store. Okay. They were great people. I would recommend going there. I've been there. It's a fantastic store. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Shout out to Van Nuys Country General. <laughs> Shout out. Super niche. But if you ever go to Van Nuys, <laughs> yeah, man. check it I out. I have his belt there, too. I have his belt there. So, hey. That's a good belt. It's a good place. Good yeah, that's place. a loud belt. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I, you know, I had to. Well, you look good. Thank you. You always look good. Thank you. Your hair always looks good, too. It's big. 
It's, hair. I, I got pretty long at one point. It was, I think I had it down like here and it was, I was starting to realize like I was getting cues from my mom and stuff. Like <laughs> she had a haircut. I was like, okay. Yeah. So I think I'm back to like my ideal length. Well, it looks so thank polished. You. Yeah. Thank you. I was looking at the album cover for like Baby Gravy 2 the other day and I was laughing because your hair was so short in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of my early music videos and everything up until, up until COVID, I, I had pretty short hair, probably about your length. And uh, which relative to mine is pretty short. Oh yeah. And um, then I grew it way out and everything. And and but like, I guess a good example would be the No Way Jose video. Like Baby Gravy three, even the the cover and everything. No Way Jose. That there's a video for that. The my hair. That's probably the peak that my hair has been at. I was like, girl hair. Why have you just stuck with the long hair? I like it. I don't know. It looks better. You know what else I did that was a huge transformation. I don't know. When we first, I think when we first met, I would have already had the mustache. Mm -hmm. but there was a while where I was going just straight Beer. chin strap and no mustache. <laughs> and I don't know why I thought it was cool, but there was, that was like a two year period. And, um, I was getting Moe's Schrute comparisons and I didn't really like, I just, I thought that I couldn't grow a mustache and I was like, you know what, this is, I'm over it. Like I need to just grow it out. And then I did it and it was, I just had a mustache there. I was like, all right, well, <laughs> thank God. So yeah, there was a while where I just, this was, this was gone and, and it was, it was rough. No, your, your appearance has changed for the better. Thank you. And I feel like it's giving country. It's giving country? Yeah. Is it serving it? No, you are serving country. <laughs> I'm excited for this era for you. I think it's going to be a good one. Can you just knock on that piece of wood? Good stuff. Just coming your way. I'm I excited. Feel it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I want to see you at the, uh, ACMs. I, CMT, CMAs. Yeah. There, there's a few, yeah. CMAs, I, I got invited, but I was like, I can't go yet. No, you got to go when it's right. Yeah, got to have, got to be a country boy. So. You got you to find a way to get on stage with someone at Stagecoach this year. I wouldn't doubt that's, I, I wouldn't doubt that's a possibility. That's going to happen, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't do the math on those words. Yeah, I, 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 bet, I bet I'll do it. Yeah, I would love to. I'm going to check the lineup right after this. Oh, yeah, go see who you can hit up. I really appreciate you taking the time today. You have it's any awesome. final thoughts? I just want to know how you got involved with uh, Good Burger and creating that. <sighs> that was number eight on the call on the call sheet, eh? Uh, that was um, that was awesome. So so I had met with some acting people because I, I did a, a few sketches with Comedy Central, and they people really liked those. So they wanted me to do more acting, but I, but I've been so busy with touring that I said like basically to the my acting agent, just get me like cameos or just very small roles. Like, let me do like things where I can pull up for three days and leave. Um, cause I'd love to be like that guy, you know, like the guy who just shows up in huh. movies for a second, you know, Simon Rex, uh, Shaquille O'Neal, uh, <laughs> young gravy, young gravy now. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, so we got that opportunity for good burger cause they wanted a bunch of cameos. And then once the music director found out that I was going to be in the movie, he pitched like, oh, what if Young Gravy made a song for the for the uh, soundtrack? Wow. Yeah, it's not just a song, and, dude. And um, it ended up being like the theme song. Mm -hmm. They did a, a whole dance scene to it, and uh, I love that song. It was it, it gave us a good. They sent us as a reference. It was like something by Will Smith, "Summertime," I think. And I thought, oh, this is my bag. Like I can annihilate this. So <laughs> same guy I'm working on the country project with, uh, Diamond Pistols. We we put that together. 
in a couple of days and, and just loved it. So what are you writing to? Obviously they give you a reference track, but do they give you story? Do they give you visuals? What do you see? Yeah. With, with syncs and stuff, they'll say something like, I don't know exactly what it was for that one, but I would, I something like song clean, like clean lyrics about, you know, succeeding and, and like friendship. And I don't know, they'll give you like basic things to go off of and, and you go back and forth and change some lyrics. I had like a lyric about glutes that I had to change. And uh, I think I said hose. I think that was a bad, that was just a bad call on my part. But I said hose at one point. I was like, all right, maybe I shouldn't say that in a Nickelodeon movie. Yeah, good burger <laughs> too. <laughs> no shout out to the hose. Yeah, so I, I took that out. But yeah, man. By the way, all of Young Gravy's music is waiting for you on Amazon Music. We're going to put a link in the description. You can grab it all there. Final thoughts, Daniel? No, I'm just excited to hear the country music. Yeah, me too. I'm excited to show you. And like Gravy Twain, just it just worked out so it's perfectly. It's the Gravy Twain, baby. Take That's, a ride on the Gravy Twain. I want to flip a table. <laughs> Give me merch. That's what you're like, yeah. When you guys were saying seven songs, I was like, just release a collab EP. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, that, was, that was another idea, but I got to go for the full serving country, man. That's Love. a really special relationship you got there. I love it. Yeah, I'm excited Great. to see what comes of uh, comes of it. Thanks. Thank you, y'all. Appreciate no, you, brother. Thank you. Oh, you got I, the y'all in there. I like that. Uh, yes, you got the y'all in there. Yep, yep. Thank you, y'all. Our studio and our couch are always here for you. Please come back when you drop the album. I really appreciate that. Thanks. Appreciate you guys. Young gravy, everybody. Woo. It's the Zach Sang Show.